0: Hello, and welcome to the Consider Your Mind podcast. I'm your host, Eric King, and along with my co-host, Mino Pachan, we're here to talk about all things mental health. Let's get into it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Consider Your Mind podcast. I'm your gracious host, Eric King, and today I have with me a very special guest, and she does need an introduction because she's not a returning guest. But she might as well be because from the beginning of this podcast, one of my first episodes, you know, I started sharing it to my immediate family, friends, but also my coworkers. And I was working with this young lady. And, you know, I said, hey, man, I'm doing this thing. And, you know, I shared the link to her. She said, that's great, man. You know, what's about? I said, mental health. You know, I've started therapy. So this is way back then. And she said, man, that's awesome, man. You know, I'm in in something called Codependence Anonymous. I was like, what? And again, my first episode we dropped was about Alcoholics Anonymous. So to hear about codependence anonymous, I was like, whoa, there's more anonymous, you know what I'm saying? So, hey, man, without further ado, I want to introduce one of the original supporters that let me know I was on the right track with this show. None other than Houston's very own Danae. How you doing, Danae?
1: I'm doing good. How are you?
0: I'm doing great, man. Doing great. Better now that you're here, man. I'm just trying to be like you.
1: Yeah, that's not a bad person trying to do like.
0: <laughs> Exactly. There you go, man. Even at the job, man. I was following her. They they put me, you know, she was telling me what to do, man. So I try um, to again, Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. And so again, I gave you that brief introduction, but I also learned again, you're a TikToker. You know what I'm saying? That's coming up as well. You know, you're a mother as well. You're um, you got a lot of things going on in your life, man. So I just want to uh thank you for coming on the show and making time for us when we you know talked about originally you know um doing this codependence anonymous you know podcast i just kind of wanted to you know kind of get your background and what was your experience with it because. so
1: so codependence anonymous um it, it's a it is a 12-step program like alcoholics anonymous but the emphasis on it is for anybody that has an interest in having healthy relationships. If you find yourself in several relationships that are toxic, unhealthy, or whatever, just not working out for you, Codependence Anonymous is a good place to kinda go and address some of those those issues there. Um, so the way that I found Codependence Anonymous was at the end of my second marriage, um, my ex-husband was he was lying quite a bit. And so I had Mm -hmm. started reading some books on deception and things like that, just trying to, um, and and I was so toxic at the time that I thought that for some reason, I was the reason why Mm -hmm. he was lying. So I was reading books, trying to figure out like how Mm -hmm. to get him to be more honest and what I could do and stuff like that. Um, And so at the back of one of the books, it had like a little quiz, like if you check, you know, yes to a bunch of these things, codependence anonymous might be helpful for you at the time i was um it was like as our marriage was ending and stuff like that and it was still like it was it was over but it was still kind of all of the the rolling around of it um as it was falling apart so you know the book just said like you know check out you know codependence anonymous meeting or something like that
0: um okay the book.
1: It was a suggestion from the book, and I went to a meeting. My first meeting I went to in St. Louis. It was really whack, but I needed Mm -hmm. the support. So when I moved back to Houston, I found me another um, all women's group. The same group that I still um, participate and work with today, and that's where I've been. That's what's up,
0: man. Okay, man. First, you don't succeed. Try, try again, people. You know, that's one thing we do say. Like even with therapy, whatever you're doing, man. Sometimes it may not work. You know, it may not be a great fit that first go around. That doesn't mean you know you might be on the right track, just the wrong train. And so shout out to you for sharing that. And um, I guess to back it up just a little bit, you know, you brought us yeah. all the way, you know, to the second marriage. Um, are you originally from Houston? Is that where you're from? Or are you from I'm, from St. St.
1: Louis. Okay. I'm from St. Louis. I'm from St. Louis. Okay,
0: she's just from the loop. Awesome, man. So yes. I'm a local person that has sense enough to fly a little bit south because it's like 40 degrees here right now. So yeah, you had sense enough to get down there. So um, was there anything like again in your background that kind of like led up to, you know, the point where you were even, um, you know, looking at a place where Codependence Code Anonymous, you know, was um, being advertised.
1: Um, I, I wasn't looking for that at all. It was just, I was just trying to figure out how to work things out in my marriage. That was the mm-hmm. main thing that I was trying to figure out, like what was going on here and things like that. Um, And and then it, it came out like, you know, if you're dealing with stuff like this, this might be a good program for you. So it wasn't something mm-hmm. that I was looking from. Um, mm-hmm. i would say that a lot of the work that we end up doing in codependence anonymous it comes from um just growing up in and toxic you know being raised in mm-hmm. toxic homes that have unhealthy relationships there like since then i've branched off like i don't host a codependence anonymous meeting i host an adult children's of alcoholics and dysfunctional families meeting okay. that's the that i host weekly it's also a 12-step meeting but it's a little bit of a deeper dive because It seems like codependency will deal with your more recent relationships. But once that's done, then, you know, the adult children of alcoholics, that one is to help address some of those childhood tendencies that I learned to, you know, survive there. Um, And so that's where I spend time is really addressing where I even developed these habits in the first place.
0: I like that because that's kind of where I was going with it. You know, what were these things that kind of led up to? You know mm-hmm. um you know so you get into that point like i said not necessarily seeking out codependence anonymous not even knowing about it but seeking out material that would lead you in that direction you know um what is it about again the background like you said you host a meeting specifically for uh, children of alcoholics was it?
1: adult children of alcoholics, alcoholics and dysfunctional families yep
0: you know so what kind of you know caused you to like branch out into that now obviously you know kind of giving it away there's some alcohol um abuse um from your family in the background but like where did, where did you feel the need to like okay do something specific for that you said it was more about the recent abuse but or recent traumas but you know you wanted to go back earlier with it you
1: know so, uh, for the adult children's meeting it isn't just for people that have like alcoholics in their family as if your family is dysfunctional as well like your parents mm-hmm. might not have drank but they had other things that they were doing that was just like really off the wall um that impacted you know you know me it impacted me as an adult so that's Mm -hmm. how I ended up there and the reason I kind of focus a lot more on the adult children's meeting now is because um My the way all of the 12 step programs, even Alcoholics Anonymous, there's a promises. If you work the program, then you will have the you know, these promises, these things that are guaranteed in your life. And when um, a friend of mine introduced me to that meeting and I read the promises, I said, that's the kind of life that I want to have. And if that program um, is saying that they offer that, let me go ahead and work that program as well. I had already been in Codependence Anonymous for a couple of years at this point, and I was living that program's promises. Um, and so I wanted to have more joy and more peace and things like that in my life. So I switched it up and went to a program that was harder, um, mm. but also provided more uh, peace and benefits and higher quality of life.
0: OK, no pain, no gain. She said people, you know, the program was harder. What do you mean by harder? I'm interested. I'm interested. Do they go like make you dive deeper into yourself or, you know, what's the struggle you know, within these things for, for somebody that doesn't know um, what this is?
1: it is it is um it is harder like diving deeper in yourself dealing with um how i was affecting um playing a part in the relationships that i had because i think it's really easy to be like you know my ex-husband was cheating on me he was lying to me and stuff like that But at the same time i was in that relationship for seven years there was stuff going on um throughout all of those years you know and it's like Mm-hmm. why 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 did i even choose to be in a relationship like that you know what i mean so it was like yeah. what was attracting me to that because even after things start you know tumbling down i still wanted to be with this man after a lot of things um and so it, it, there was a lot of accountability that had to be looked at on on my part the new program there was a lot of like i can't blame my parents because such and such happened anymore like no once i got into the program it was like we done saying like you know you got this from your mama or whatever it's like it i might have mama. got it there <laughs> but you know i'm going to I'm going to work on it and stop and stop passing the blame. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like I've been in the program so long now. It's like it's hard for me to really point a, a finger at my ex for the things that he did, because I can see so clearly all the things that I was doing wrong, too, that contributed to it. Mm. Um, and so it, it, it can be hard to look at because um, it, it's like you create your life, <laughs> you well, know, hey,
0: wherever you go, when, there you are
1: that was a, that was a very difficult it was hard in that sense it was hard in that sense it's hard mm-hmm. in you know deciding that um i don't like being treated this way i don't like to do this so i got to do something about it i got to move around i got to create new opportunity and stuff like that not be complacent about you know the decisions that i make in my life and so and that stuff is hard change is hard you know there's mm-hmm. like a lot of people that i used to talk to that i don't talk to anymore I can't keep that stuff around me, um, because it's not good for me. So making mm-hmm. hard decisions and sticking by them and just being like, no, the I want, I want something different. So I have to do a lot of different things and I have done a lot of different things. Um, and that's, and that's a lot of work.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I just keep hearing like in the back of my mind, I just keep hearing boundaries, boundaries, Eric, cause it's something I struggle with. Like when you said, even cutting off people, um, you know, um, uh, that's why I was asking, okay, so are you from Houston? You moved back to St. Louis? Again, even the moving thing, because I've only just recently moved for the first time ever. And I can um, I can say, man, that's been one of the hardest things for me is, again, knowing where to draw that line to create those healthy boundaries. Um, so, you know, the previous episode I was talking about um, having compassion. You know, boundary people are compassionate people. So they're yeah. very... Yep, yep. So that way, you know, when you're not violating your boundaries and allowing people to do this to you and that to you that you really don't want to do, doing things for people you don't want to do, all this stuff. So that way, you know, if you, once you allow that to happen, when that person comes to you with an issue, a problem, whatever it is, you don't have any room to have compassion for the person because you're resentful for all, for them letting, you know, all those boundary violations. So you can't, you know, be resenting somebody you have compassion for and also, or having compassion for somebody you're resenting. So, um, it sounds like to me you developed a lot of great skills towards, you know, boundaries, you know, in your life. And I
1: have so, great boundaries. Yeah.
0: Oh, that no, that's awesome. I need to take a lesson from you. Like I just want to tell my guests, man, I got you <laughs> on here because I'm trying to be like y'all.
1: That's it. Boundaries make my life easier. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It makes my relationships better. The people that I have around me, they know what to expect from me. Um boundaries they, they were hard to set in the beginning. And again, that was a skill. Mm -hmm. I had to practice boundaries, you know, asserting myself in situations and stuff like that. Like, I remember the first time um, the first exercise that I had to do in my program was, you know, if somebody gives you some food that you ordered and it's incorrect, don't eat it, you know, because I had got to like a place where I didn't really want to complain stuff like that. So I would Mm -hmm. eat it. And I remember I was at Chipotle and I was just kind of like, you know, with the trade type thing. Um, and it, it was actually it, it it was practice, you know, it was practice. Mm-hmm. I had to practice boundaries and stuff like that until it became easy. But um from having boundaries in my life, it, it allows me to have beautiful relationships with people. I don't resent people I would consider myself to be a very compassionate person. Um, I have that stuff to give, and when I don't have anything to give, I don't. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, and I don't really associate with people who 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 don't respect other people's boundaries. And so mm-hmm. things tend to be quite pleasant over mm-hmm. there.
0: those habitual line steppers, you know, you gotta stay away from those.
1: yeah, habitual
0: line steppers, okay. So again, I guess we've talked about the word you know a whole bunch, you know, codependency. but well, what exactly again, if you can give a definition or if somebody's you know looking out for something what what stood out to you in that book that you read, you know, um the quizzes you took, you know, um, You know, if you can give us a little insight into that, you know, because again, we're using the word, but I want to make sure, like, before we go any further, that we get some definition in
1: there. When I'm using the word codependency, and I haven't looked it up, I guess I use it quite often in the (laughs) program. But what I mean to me is like an unhealthy attachment to, um, to really anything. Um, Mm -hmm. I think the program a lot focuses on other people, but I think that is you can develop, or I was developing codependency on. Um, workplace situations and stuff Mm. like that as well so just unhealthy attachments to things that just aren't going to benefit me in the long run And, and and the um the lack of ability to really separate
0: okay so i guess i guess what would be like your aha moment you know when you're like okay yep that's it like you said like you know whether it be in the workplace or whatever what was something you caught yourself doing and it was like all right Got me on that one, (laughs) like you know, this is part of that codependence right here. Yep, this is it. (laughs) Because again, something that you said, ordering food. This is my know my boundaries too. Even my 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 baby mama, shout out to Bree. She talked about like when we was together, one thing that we at the restaurant, she would see like somebody like something would be not right with my food or like I ordered something. She would see it on my face, but I would never complain.
1: Mm -hmm. She
0: would always like, you know, I was like, all right, man, I ordered it, whatever. I'm just you know do whatever. So she would be the one to do it. So, like, when you said that, I got triggered. I was like, "Oh man!"
1: I mean, it's just a matter of like the way that it's broken up is um, there's compliance patterns. So that would be a compliance one, but like somebody gave it to me, so I'm just cool with it. And some people mm-hmm. struggle more with compliance than other things. There's controlling patterns. So it's like when you feel codependent and you're triggered and stuff like that, you try to control everything and everybody around you. So it's just like th- there's different mm-hmm. areas of codependency that some person can you know attach on and at that time in my life i was dealing with a lot of compliance issues and so it was being able to do things like that saying you know what i actually don't like this or i actually don't Mm -hmm. think that way i actually don't agree with you about that um and and addressing compliance but at the same time um being like controlling and manipulative in like different ways like i I think that one of the Mm -hmm. um especially for women we don't realize how um, manipulative it actually is is Crying all the time, you know what I mean, because you're using these tears to like get this person to see, like, you know, you're not acting right. I want you to do this, so crying, crying, trying to, you know, like emotionally manipulate this person, um, mm. to behave differently. And anytime, like, and you know, in the program, it's like you're trying to, your your actions are to get somebody to be ch- like, um, to change their behavior. You're playing in codependency right now.
0: Mm. Yeah. No, I could I could definitely see that when you said that. You know, the the emotional manipulation. It's mm-hmm. something, you know, like, again, once you've experienced it, like you said, whether it's the crying, whether it's whatever, you know, once you're out of that situation, it's only in hindsight that you can see that's what it was. Mm-hmm. You know, um, at the time, you just think, you know, you, again, while you're going through it, you can't see it. But you mentioned that um, one of the things that women do specifically who have codependence is, you know, manipulate with tears. I know one thing I do, um, again, when I violate my boundaries, you know, my my uh, my nine personality peacemaker profile, I do a lot of passive, I get passive aggressive you know, and then check out and, you know, be very absent-minded. It's one of the reasons I went to therapy because I was so used to checking out of my body, you know what I'm saying? Viol- because I was violating my boundaries to be places I didn't want to be a lot of times. So with, with uh, codependency, is it a, is it a thing that where it manifests differently in men and women? You know, there are certain characteristics, like you said, with crying with women. Is have, does it, you know, I know, and I know you said you specifically want to all women's group, yeah. Um, but prior to that, was there any like material as, as to how it manifests differently between men and women?
1: I think that I've been to some co-ed meetings before and stuff like that. Um, I think just socially men aren't allowed to cry as much. So- Okay, yeah, there's that. there's that. Yeah, so you guys <laughs> to to you know to lean to that way because it wouldn't have the same effect as like a woman crying. So mm. passive aggressive is a is a lot more com- common, the silent treatment, avoidance, things like that. that seem to be more the kind of the guys things, you know. Oh, okay. Um, yeah,
0: you're not talking about me at all, you know, avoidance silent <laughs> Yeah. I am confronting things in life, not avoiding things like the plague. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what it is like um yeah, passive aggressive oh. seems to be more, you know, guys mm-hmm. come to you like I'm. I'm just gonna ignore. You know, like, <laughs>
0: man. It's the, and, and again, you're seen as being not attentive. Hey, man, I've been there. Like I said, hey, uh, I heard a preacher say, if you can't say amen, y'all to say ouch. You know, so <laughs> that happens to me a lot on this show, and this is no different, man. So, what are some of those first steps, whether it be with um a person that's you know in a codependent relationship right now? Um, whether they're recognizing it or they're coming, you know, from a um, dysfunctional background, alcoholic, you know, family, anything like that, or a combination of both. You know, one of those, what are those, some of those first steps that you took, you know, personally, um, just to even get to that place of acceptance even, because that's the thing too. You, somebody can tell you, you got a problem, but how did you even, you know, get to a place of acceptance? Get,
1: get yeah. It, get it going? Um, well, I think one of the, 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 the main resources is the CODA website, CODA.org. Okay you can go there and they have it. And it's the same way all of the 12 step programs are set up beautifully that way, where the very similar format, there's a problem and a solution. You know what I mean? Like if, you're, if you read over the problem statement of that program and you, you realize like, oh, this kind of sound like me, you know what I mean? Kind of how I'm talking mm-hmm. right now you can kind of go ahead and look at the solution and stuff like that and see if that's something that you want. And my driving force of the program is the promises. I want to know what I'm about to get out of this situation. Mm. You know what I mean? So if I read the promises and that's something I want to have for my life, then all right, I'll go ahead and I'll put my time into, to, to work in the program. Like the promise of the new program I'm working. The last one is learning to expect the best and get it. That's mm. promise 12 of adult children of alcoholics when I when I read that promise I said all right that's what I'm doing now because I want to have I want to think that way I want to think that way um okay you really are
0: from the show me state you said I wanted to see the promises show me
1: (laughs) if I invest my time into this what am I going to get um and so when I saw that promise um, I immediately started a, 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 a women's meeting there for us to go ahead and start work on it and address it together um, because that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, so go to the CODA website. if you know. Um,
0: yeah. It'll be in the link for the description back to the episode, of course. All the links will be below.
1: Right? Yes, the, the Women Empowering Women group that I work with, you can also visit there. We have women's meetings. Um, there is the woman who started it, the director. Her husband does have a men's meeting. Um, I okay. can get you the link for that as well to yeah, add to that. Do, yeah. You know, yeah, but there, there is a men's meeting on Monday okay, night. Okay, it is fellas. It Monday happen. night football, <laughs> yeah,
0: guys. I know, sacrifices, brothers. Right, yeah, put, I mean, put the game on mute. I right, just, while you're watching, just put the game on mute. That's what I do for this podcast, actually.
1: Yeah, <laughs> if it's something that you want, yeah, sure, that you want sure. so go ahead and for do sure. that. Um, But the the women's group is coda w e w dot o r g. I mm-hmm. spend a lot of time there working with the women in that group, so that's another place in, and in, in therapy. You know what I mean? And and when I say therapy, too, like if you get with the mm-hmm. therapist and it doesn't work out, like that's another point part of codependency is like therapists. I think work for us. You know the the, the client, yeah. the person they're seeing. So if that person isn't isn't serving me. And I'm a switch therapist until I find one that I mesh with, that I can talk with, mm-hmm. and things like that.
0: Expecting the best and getting it. And I had a show um, a, f- a little about a while back with um, uh, James Jerry, one of the therapists we've had on here before, and w- it was on trusting yourself again. And it was about you know scams and stuff yeah. like that, people being scammed, anything like that, and how you know once you get burned, you do trust yourself. You know sometimes we go against our instincts, go against ourselves, you know, violate our boundaries because you know we, we start to you know not trust ourselves anymore. And so, you know, that really reminded me of what you were saying again. Getting in a group just to learn to simply trust yourself again.
1: that is a right. skill. That is a learnable mm. skill. Communication is a is a as a learnable skill. You know, I feel yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. so much expected. Like, you know, we just come out with relationship skills and communication skills and all this stuff. Like. No, you know what I mean. I had to mm-hmm. learn that stuff. I've been to groups where all we do is like talk about our feelings and how to listen <laughs> to other people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. those are skills. You know, like we're colleagues, mm-hmm. so the work that we do, a big part of it is talking. We gotta know how to talk. That's the yeah. big part of our job. You gotta be, hey, buddy, what's going on here? Um, and so investing in things like. That I don't I don't invest in anything more than I invest in myself Ooh, you know what
0: brief. I mean yeah, need hear that. Like, be some, I need to hear some finger snaps on the track with that <laughs>
1: <laughs> like taking care of like my mind and my spirit and stuff like that and then it's just like the rest of the stuff just, it, it works out as long as I'm taking care of the insides and just, that's why my walls are dark now is just get rid of all the junk. This this is what mm. all these dark walls mean. It's just like an ode to the dark goddess. Like if I actively daily remove all of the mess from my life and I don't have nothing but beautiful things because I won't let anything else sit in the space, everything else mm. must burn. Everything Addition by,
0: is- by subtraction. There you go.
1: And it's just nothing but beautiful stuff around there but it is a lot of that stuff i think is skills and I'm, yeah
0: yeah man i like that we're about skills on this channel man i've talked about it whether it's on the on the spectrum episode um whether it was um yesterday or, or last episode talking about you know being courageous compassionate whatever these are things that we can you know learn you know we can learn to be resilient you know you can build resilient skills you can you know develop develop skills around boundaries. So
1: you don't have to oh, be yeah. stuck
0: in the place. You don't have to be stuck in the place where you are. There's always, you know, growth and development. The trick of all this stuff, you know, the biggest, you know, um, the biggest battle is within our mind. And sometimes we truly believe this is it. This is all it's going to be. It's never going to get any better. Um, but my father always told me there are only three types of people in this world: people going through it, about to go through it and just been through it. So, you know, life is dynamic and um, you can always change. And uh, shout out to us being therapy advocates on here, black folks in therapy, a
1: yes. Black man and
0: woman. And she's black, in case y'all didn't know, you know,
1: so. I am black,
0: yeah, advocate
1: for therapy. There
0: you go, we out here, man, black man and woman yes. in therapy, man, for real. But yo, yes. in transition, I mentioned it briefly in your introduction, uh, because it was something again, you. To get me prepared for the show, you gave me your social media and uh you brought up TikTok. And I showed you, man, one of the, the video I thought was hilarious was the one that you said, when your therapist broke up with you. Speaking of boundaries, thinking of therapy, I was like, wait a minute. I have never heard anybody <laughs> talk about a therapist breaking up with them. <laughs> I'm like, I need to hear I've some more about this.
1: I support group on deck. So I'm like, it just makes sense to me to keep a licensed therapy, you know, like. Just on the cut. And the lady was like, "Nah, sis, it don't work like that." Cause I'm like, you know, like to just kind of talk things out and setting. Cause like a, a lot of my friends were big on boundaries and stuff like that. So it's some things that I want to talk about a lot more than people want to hear about. So it's like, let me take that stuff to a therapy session. And she was like, "Girl, yeah. we worked. We didn't work the therapy plan. We didn't work through the issues and stuff like that. You good?" And I'm like, "You sure? If you're not good, then come back. But right now, it seemed like you is. So we're done." I said, "Okay, okay." Yeah. Then i went and i saw that emdr therapist saw her for a little while blah 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 we Worked. the emdr is such a beautiful thing it's such a beautiful thing if you're dealing with any kind of um, ptsd what's or, that
0: acronym stands for emdr give it to people
1: eye movement desensitization okay
0: i think i heard something. i think i know what you're talking about yep, it's yep.
1: Made, like the way i did it mm-hmm. It was like they had i had to recall a traumatic memory while looking at a light moving back and forth and it just allowed my mind to break down and reprocess it 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 I, it yes was no we're weekend. gonna
0: we're gonna definitely have a whole episode on that eventually because you okay. know what? thank you for reminding me because one of my home girls man my sister from college man shout out to joelle she hit me up a little while ago and talked about her getting in therapy and doing that exact same thing it was a type of trauma therapy to deal with yep. and she brought it up so you know what it's third time's a charm dang it you know it's got to happen man so uh um, shout out to the different types of therapists.
1: Here. Gave me the boot too as well. She was like, you know, mm-hmm. you worked it out. You know, yeah. I had, I, I, actually used that to get off the anti-anxiety meds. My, I was off my meds. I had a psychiatrist okay. leave me off of those. And she was like, you're good, sis. You're good. Go. Okay. Yeah.
0: And, and how did you react to that?
1: No, I'm not. What do you mean? I'm good. Mean I can't. I'm like, are you sure? You know what? She was like, if something come up, I'll make time for you. I'm like, because yeah. I. had you know, I had been in therapy for a long time, and it wasn't until okay. I started being really selective about the people that I was working with, the therapist, where they were like, this is not a lifetime thing. You get in here, you work your therapy program, Absolutely. and you move on. You know, so when I started being more selective and meeting better therapists, they weren't willing to listen to me talk every week. It, they were not willing to do that. Um, and so at first, it was kind of like, I don't know what I I could do, you know, if I don't have something mm-hmm. on the books. but
0: Yeah, you get used to that, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I seen a the therapist, so like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You're free, man. No
0: meds, no therapist. You made it. You know what happens What happens when you win? You know, there you go. Good problems to have. Go ahead. She boogieing too. Y'all can't even see it, bro. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna got a song in the heart. But no, that's awesome, man. That's awesome because that's where a lot of people um, would like to be at. But you gotta get there. You know, you gotta get on the meds before you can get off. You gotta have a therapist before you, you gotta get, the get hands- one to <laughs> kick off you. You know before they, you know, get rid of one. you. Gotta have a therapy plan before you deviate from it. Shout out to you for you know not being afraid and jumping right in. Um, as a as a lot of our people, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. As a lot of black people, just won't ha- go ahead and do. You feel what I'm saying? I will give um, credit to some other people that were just where it's a lot more normal in some communities. It's so much more of a struggle for us to go ahead and um, do that same thing. So shout out to you for that, man. Yeah. So, therapy
1: is where it's at. It's a lot of healing yeah. there.
0: My therapist recently, he said, you know, we've been doing every two weeks, but he said, you know, hey, man, we can go for three. It's fine. You know, he's he like, you yeah. doing all right? He's like, it's okay.
1: You know, Why are you? That's you know, yeah, that's
0: not yeah, Oh, no, that's my
1: first step. Yeah, yeah,
0: come on. I didn't even been at, like, It's not even, I think maybe it's coming up on a year. Pretty soon it'll be a year. Like, and maybe next month, no, I sorry. think. And,
1: they start stretching deep. them out. Like I think yeah, you they can like them
0: weeks, out. Yeah, I think I can make it. Think I can make it. Uh As so needed. no no.
1: Yeah. yeah. Shout out
0: to that. So so thank you for that perspective. Again, that's why you need to talk to other people that's also in therapy so they can give you a little perspective on your therapy. See, you know, like, hey. Yeah. Right, that's is a, that's a good thing, sign. So.
1: You know like you you yeah. can you can manage 3 weeks. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: exactly, exactly, man. And um, you know, as we get more responsibilities, and again, as the content grows, um, and as I mentioned again, um, you know, she's a a mother. You know, I'm a father as well. Um, a lot of things we're doing. It's not all about us, man. We got families, bro. We got people we need to take care of us. People around us. We got to have our mind right so our babies can be right. You know, or That's not. my baby, baby, you got a grown person. I, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> yeah,
1: my baby will be 17 next week, and Ooh. I'm so glad I'm- therapy and i spent the time in the program um because it is it has changed her life so much like because the codependency was in all of my relationships there was mm. no relationship that i didn't have codependency um and one of the ways that i the the aha moment for me with my daughter is that we were in like um some like secondhand store shopping for clothes and stuff like that and i was about to like say something that it, to me wasn't even registering as picking on her but like commenting on her appearance and stuff like that. But I had been in recovery. So I stopped.
0: And It Mm. was heartbreaking
1: to watch my daughter wait for it. She was used to me always being there, it quick, having something to say about what she should do, how she can improve on this. And so like to see her body kind of like brace for that comment. It was like, you got to get your life together, Danae
0: wake up call uh, and
1: so now you know we live a beautiful life in this house things uh, she it, it uh, go to therapy if not for there you go, go.
0: To-
1: you know what i mean like yeah
0: do it yeah. for the children you know
1: for the kids yeah.
0: yeah wu-tang is for the children you know it was real uh, no thank you for sharing that i think somebody again somebody needed to hear that man because this is real life we're living and again as i like how you said it codependency doesn't just affect one relationship I think that's something we 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 fool ourselves into thinking I'm just this way this in this relationship I'm this way. No, it all. No, wherever you go, there you are, and you're dragging that stuff with you. And you can compartmentalize until the cows come home. Compartmentalizing ain't the same thing as boundaries. You know, um, and so shout out to you too again for soaking in that look, seeing that look in your daughter's eyes, and again by you being in the process of you know therapy and all that stuff, knowing what it was, recognizing and doing something about it, man. That process, um, I, I hope a lot of people can get there.
1: Uh, yeah, ladies, if you're tuning in, go.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, them, the, yeah. our daughters are watching us, and the relationships that we have; those are the ones that they're gonna grow up and have as well. You know what I mean? So be careful about what you keep in the house. Ooh, message. Keeping the house. Man, that was deep. Right.
0: All right, man. Hey, you know, we're going to end on that. Be careful what you keep in your house, people. And you know what? I'm going to use that house as a uh, metaphor for our bodies as well, man, our minds. Be careful what we're soaking in. You know, be careful what you're keeping in there. Um, You can't help, you know, um, I heard it put one time. You can't keep birds from flying over your head, but you can stop them from making a nest on your head, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You can't you know control the passing thoughts the things that come in life that are you know catch us off guard but we do get to control what we keep in here
1: yeah you don't you have know? to let it set Yep,
0: yeah, exactly i need to learn too mr boundary issues over here just because i get a gift don't mean i gotta take it don't mean i gotta keep it in the house yeah so, I, I just because they give me the food if it wasn't what <laughs> i ordered i gotta be able to take it back <laughs> 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 yeah man shout out to you. And, and one last thing too And shout out to you for doing the work and not depending on others to do it. Because a lot of times we can keep relationships in our lives. We can stay with that girlfriend or that ex or whatever that makes up for those boundary issues in our lives that that, that we'll call the order back. And we just keep people around, you know, to do the stuff that we're not courageous enough to do. That's another piece of it. You know, speaking of that courage piece.
1: I think like a big, an easy way to identify too is like how much time you spend complaining about your spouse, your partner, the people you met with. How much time you complaining about that? You know what I mean? It's, it's well, like, there it is. It's like, you see, it's a problem there, but you ain't do nothing about it. you just complaining about it. That ain't them people's fault. You know what I mean? Like, you sitting in it too, because you said talking about it. do something about it. Come mm. wow. The boundary.
0: Bust a move. Do something, people. I'm man. Like,
1: hey, it. If it ain't working, I, it ain't working. It ain't
0: working, boy. man. It ain't working. And, and you know, and this time is passing so fast. And I guess I'll end on this. You know, Ooh. we started to talk about family right at the end, bro. Like, hey, my son is uh just turned six months old. This has been the fastest six months of my life. Fastest pretty much year of my life since I started this podcast. People, there is no time to waste. You know, this mm. stuff is flying by, and the longer you stay, you know, not with yourself right, the more time you're just going to miss out. You know, those first little things that my son does, the first little interaction, whatever. If I wasn't at peace with myself to get along with the people in my life, you know, his mother, everybody else, I would just miss out on all that. And Guess what? He'd have kept it, kept it moving. Life continues to happen without you. <laughs> you know, every, everybody's getting healed up, you know, getting relationships, doing all these things that you want to do. Um, damn it, make a move towards it, man. Bust a move so you don't uh, miss out on this life, man. Uh, that's my advice from somebody that probably spent way too much of his life just watching it pass by this 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 2022 um has made me appreciate it not want to pass it by i want to contribute man to make our little mark so thank you for tuning into episode 38 of the consider your mind podcast man with our very special guest danae and again last name again how you say say your last name Gonna gonna uh, there you go. See, I was going to trick you. Yeah,
1: I'm <laughs> <watch>. <laughs> there you go. You know that was I mean? a test, people.
0: That was a test. Boundaries. Ooh, she good. See? Thank you. Thank you, people. That was. A... You're welcome, people. You see, I bring on the, nothing but the authentic. <laughs> I bring on nothing but the authentic, man. I got oh, that licensed. Yes. That's right. I got licensed therapists. You know what I'm saying? I got real people in the field. You know what I'm saying? I got, okay, let me see what she's really about this life. Okay. She, she's about it, man. So thank you so much. I'm going to put, again, I'm putting her social media down there too. So you can follow on TikTok. All right. You know what I'm saying? Give them likes, get them, get them follows up, man. She's talking about some, uh, some interesting topics that I think a lot of people will appreciate If nothing else, you're going to relate to it. Believe that, you know? So, and again, we're going to put all the links out, um, links in the description box, um, for, um, CODA, you know, codependence Anonymous. you know, the links to uh, her women's group, the men's group, You know, all those resources for people that are um, out there going through it, man. And so any last message you want to give to the people?
1: The last thing that I want to say is Black and Brown folk, um, and and really to everybody, but especially to Black and Brown folk, we can have great lives. We can Mm. absolutely have great lives just because we might have grown up in a struggle or whatever. Things can change drastically. Um, Codependence Anonymous is a free program. Adult Children and Alcoholics is a free program. It is and it has changed my life so drastically um and so i just i I really want other people to to have the the outcome that that i did from working those programs where it's just like my life is good i want to be able to go and spend more time with other people that look like me where it's just like life is just good we have boundaries and we love each other and we nourish each other and stuff like that so um If that's not the program for you for something else but if that is a place where you can go and find some healing for ourselves for our kids for our community just like that's that that support and stuff like that so i just really love what you're doing here eric i love that you have this podcast in place just to to support that but I'm, i'm begging just just please we can all have good lives we can absolutely have beautiful lives yeah really yeah, yeah no, that's a
0: great message. We can all have beautiful lives man it's possible man why not you you know somebody why not, else why is living a why not you man why not you and not for nothing what she said I'm not gonna get too deep on it um but uh um, my boy Steve Moore, you know more awareness teas you know alcoholics Anonymous he talks about how he's sometimes the only brother in there We want to see some more color again, we got problems we need help as well, man. You know I'm saying support each other you know show up you need that meeting
1: you know what I yeah, mean show up Tonight. show up man
0: show up for your brothers space, and your sisters you know man. in
1: there that's yes. obviously in our space you know the same you thing Tuesday me. night black woman hosts that meeting Thursday night a black woman hosts that meeting that space is for us there's me and another black woman and we come in there and we make sure sis come on
0: come on for real sis come on bro come on you know what I'm saying a move all right that's it Woo. Bust a move, man. That's how we That's how we ended our uh, episode 38 of the Consider Your Mind podcast. Thank you all so much. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us, and we do appreciate that. And until next time, peace. Peace.